power in the name of there's healing in the name of there's salvation in the name of the Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Nkefel of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Nkefel is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now... Here's today's message. Amen. Father, you have blessed us so much at this come. Speak to us one more time. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come with me to 2 Peter chapter 1. 2 Peter, so you can see it right there. More than I can carry conversion. 2 Peter. Chapter 1, verse 8. I want to talk about three reasons why Christians are barren. Or three reasons why Christians are not fruitful. And the reason why I'm closing with this is because I think by now it is abundantly clear to everybody here that there is a reward in serving the Lord. There's a blessing in serving the Lord. Look, look at me, my brothers. Look at me, my brothers. You know, honestly, when I look at most of you, do you understand it? Most of you. Look, somebody, one of my students, is a very intelligent observer. He said, Bishop, he said, I've not seen a crowd coming for a camp like this. Here. Oh, they are here. He said that the crowd does not reflect the car park. The car park is empty. Even though there are a lot of people here. Do you get it? What he was trying to say is that, ah, with all these people, the car park should be overflowing, you know, and all that. So it is a sign that most of us here, we have not prospered. Yeah. <laughs> Clap your hands for Shemo. Shemo is my greatest encourager. <laughs> Hallelujah. Pastor Kobe, it's a sign that most of us here have not prospered. So when I look at all of you, do you see, what comes to my heart is that God is good to have brought us here to open our eyes to what we must do so that he will bless us and prosper us. I want you to take this camp message seriously. Yeah. 
I'm sure it will be on my podcasts. All right? Download it. Listen to it. Pray with it again. Hallelujah. Because God has shown us that if we are fruitful, we serve him. He will bless us. I've given you so many scriptures. By now you are convinced. So the question we want to ask ourselves is that why is it that most Christians do not bear fruit? When I say bear fruit, I'm not talking about you growing tomatoes or pepper or mango. But you don't have souls. Okay, Adrian, give me my, my phone. All right. And I want to read to you a vision that one of our missionaries had just done, which is a confirmation that the message I'm going to preach is what God wants us to hear this morning. Yeah. Listen. Bishop, by the grace of God, I'm doing well. Please, I'd like to share a vision I had this dawn with you. I was praying around 4 a.m. when all of a sudden I fell into a vision. The Lord appeared to me this morning with one strong question Where are the souls? With one strong question Where are the souls? This dawn, this dawn. That's what I'm saying. That. It is a confirmation. And you see, yesterday I told you what I'm going to preach today. I told you yesterday. Yeah. That was the question he kept repeating at me. He sat with me around the table with a few people around it too. I couldn't believe my ears because I looked at the church and it was filled with people sitting everywhere. Yet the question he kept asking was, where are the souls? He mentioned my name and said, so, so, and so, where are the souls? I was weeping as if my eyes want to fall off. Amazingly, whilst I was weeping, I could see, I could also see how my face looked like in a mirror. There's nothing hidden before the Lord. The Lord requires even more of me. No complacency is accepted before him. Till our last breath, the Lord wants us to go all out. Bishop, my heart is yearning for more souls. I have to keep at it. There is no rest until my last breath. Thank you for pushing us to do more for the Lord. May he continuously reward you. I'm forever grateful. Hey. The Lord was asking, who are the souls? And the Lord, I believe that this question, the Lord is asking everybody here. Where are the souls? Your souls. Your souls. And he said, you see, he was surprised because the church was full. The church is full of how many people? With how many people? God has blessed us with thousands of people at Collegon. But I have never been fooled. I've always felt that we have done nothing because 
if I take about three streets in the evening, three streets of Kologoro, three, four streets, and we walk from end to end, the number of people we meet might be more than the number of people in the church. There are thousands of people. And yet, many of us are barren, no fruit. You don't evangelize. You don't win souls. You have been in church for one year, two years, three years. There's nobody that you can point to that this is my soul. I brought this person to Christ. I witnessed, you know, to this person. And this person is in church because I spoke to the person about Christ. I get what I'm saying. And if last night I shared with you the blessings of a shepherd, and if one of the work of a shepherd is so winning, so that we will fulfill the great commission, then it's important because we have seen that our prosperity, eh, yeah. our blessings are connected Amen. to it. And also our eternal rewards. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Our eternal rewards. Okay. So go back. Go back. There are three reasons why most of you are barren. Start from verse 5. Second Peter 1 from verse 5. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. Verse 8. If these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 9. But he that lacketh these things, he that lacketh these things, lacketh what? Go to verse 8. He that lacketh these things, he says, for if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful. So he that lacketh fruitfulness. How many of you understand the scripture? Because, because the virtues he listed, he said they make you fruitful. It lacks fruitfulness. Verse 9. But he that lacketh distance is number one, blind. And number two, cannot see afar off. And number three, had forgotten that he was perished from his old sins. These are the three reasons why most of us here are barren, unfruitful. Number one, we are blind. Number two, we cannot see afar off. Number three, we have forgotten that we were paid from our sins. Most of us here are blind. And this morning, God is speaking to you. Don't, don't 
uh, table tennis the, the message to anybody. God is speaking to you. Take it seriously. Yeah. I believe in this vision that the brother had. And it is your vision also. Yeah. Most of us here are blind. Blind from what? Blind from the harvest that is ripe. The ripened harvests of souls. Most of us here are blind. We can't see. We can't see. We can't see. Yeah. We can see money. We can see personal prosperity. We can see personal improvement and advancement. We can see all the things that matter, you know, that we want. But we cannot see. We cannot see, okay, the souls. John chapter 4. Let's pick it from verse 30. If you remember, John chapter 4 is where Jesus It's where Jesus met with the, the woman at the pool of Sychar. All right. And when Jesus was talking to her, his disciples went to town to go and find food. Jesus' eyes was on the harvest. The disciples' eyes was on food. Just like most of us. He stayed with the harvest. He was looking at the harvest and making all effort to reap that harvest. The disciples were interested in food. Then they went out of the city and came unto him. In the meanwhile, his disciples prayed him, saying, Master, eat. Eat. Verse 32. Watch this. But he said unto them, I have meat to eat that you know not of. He said, I have meat to eat. I have been eating. You know? So they said, verse 33. Therefore said the disciples one to another, had any man brought him out to eat? You see, their minds was full of food. That's all that they could see. Food, 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 food. All that you can see. Do you understand this? Eh? Your shoes, your money, your husband, your marriage, your engagement, all your prayers are for this. Do you understand it? Eh? So, they have blinded you. All these things have blinded you from the harvest that is available. May your eyes be open. May your eyes be open. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yeah. Jesus said unto them, Watch this. My meat. What I eat. What I am consumed with. What occupies me. What interests me. What I take into me. My meat is to do the will of Him that sent me and to finish His work. 
You see, what must occupy us and consume us eh, is the work of God. The work of soul winning, evangelism, eh, visitation, follow up, caring for the sheep, building the church, growing the church is what must consume us. That is why in the vision, the Lord Jesus kept on asking, where are the souls? The only thing he's interested in are the souls of men. Look, this is more than 2,000 years ago when he said, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me. And after 2,000, when he revealed himself to a brother this dawn, he's still asking the question, where are the souls? Where are the souls? He's asking you. This point I'm saying, everything I'm saying is for you. Personally, don't parry it to anybody. Don't you? He's talking about that brother and sister. Sure. The Lord is speaking to you. Personalize this message. Personalize. And go away from here and, and begin to see the harvest. All around, wherever our churches are, there are thousands and hundreds of thousands of people who don't know Jesus Christ. How come that, you know, our churches are so empty? Small, small, 40 people, 30 people. The church has been there 10 years, 30, 30 people. Why? Why? And the Holy Spirit is with us. Do you understand it? The Holy Spirit is with us. Hmm? The Holy Spirit is with us. Do you know what we are using the Holy Spirit for? We are using the Holy Spirit to look for vices. Yes. To pray for wives. That's what we are using the Holy Spirit for. Come, brother. Come. Turn this way. Turn this way. Turn your head this way. And this way. Ah. I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. Why go stand there? There was a, a monkey here. When you turn this way, that's an it. Under the mountain, it came this way. You are delivered. Over across South Africa. What I don't know, Eddie and Color. Yellow. Yellow, and I have no idea. Blue. Blue, and I have no Black. Aha. Who's a color snake technicalist? And to know a bravo and I basasa. But for 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 what are they Brother, don't worry, brother. Come. Down say, if he instead of technicalists, 
Why? So worry. Baby. Uh-huh. Be worry. Be worry. Be worry. This is what we are using the Holy Spirit for. I'm not saying that it's not real. But what I'm saying is that, you see, we reduce the Holy Spirit to bread, butter. Let me show you why the Holy Spirit was given. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. And you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall become witnesses. The Holy Spirit is here to make us witnesses. Hello? To make us what? Witnesses. And I'll prove it to you. Watch. From Acts chapter 1. Eh? To Acts chapter 5. The Holy Spirit came in Acts chapter 1. That same day, Acts chapter 2. That same day, 3,000 people were added to the church. In Acts chapter 3, there was a miracle healing. In Acts chapter 4, 5,000 souls were added to the church. In Acts chapter 5, the Bible talks about when the number of the disciples, no, Acts chapter 5, the Bible says that, and, and, and multitudes of people of women and men were added. Acts chapter 6, the Bible says, and when the number of the disciples were multiplied, between the time that the Holy Spirit came, okay, he added 3,000, then 5,000, that's 8,000, then multitudes, okay, of souls, and one miracle healing. Only one miracle healing. Only one miracle healing. Within that span, the reason why he came was to have a soul. Hallelujah. Wow. To harvest the souls of men. That is why the Holy Spirit is in your life. And that is why the Lord Jesus Christ was asking the brother, Where are the souls? And he's asking, Where are the souls? the souls. Lift up your eyes and begin to see. Go back to John chapter 4 and verse 35. Have you understood it? Yeah. He reaped multitudes of souls and within that period there was only one miracle healing. It shows you why he came. Say not ye. They are yet four months. And then come at harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes. Lift up your eyes. And look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. Brothers and sisters, the Lord is saying to us, lift up your eyes. See the unbelievers in your home. Some of you, the compound in which you live, there are 70 people there. Only three of you go to church. All 
the rest of the young men are playing damming, they are playing football, you know, drinking and all that. See the harvest. See the harvest. And bear fruit after your kind. All young people here should bring young people to Christ. All old people here should bring old people to Christ. Women should bring women. Men should bring men. Professionals should bring professionals. Business people should bring business people. Bear fruit after your kind. Soul winning is not only for the pastors. It is for all Christians. That's the first reason. Most of us are blind. Blind. You can see. You can see. Jesus was thinking about souls. The disciples are think, were thinking about food. Look into your life. Haven't you seen that? All the things that you have been desired, you can't see them. You can't see them. Hmm? Me that I'm not desiring those things that you are desiring, I rather am receiving them. Hallelujah. 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 They that lack these things are blind. Are blind. Are blind. Brothers and sisters, let us see the harvest. Let us see the harvest. Jesus said, lift up your eyes and see. Hmm? And then say ye not, there are four months. I'll, I'll do so winning tomorrow. It's not tomorrow, today. Tomorrow is not in your hand. Yesterday I showed you that we need to redeem the time. Walking circumspectly as wise and not as fools. Redeeming the time. For the days are evil. Ephesians chapter 5, 15 and 16. Yeah. Look, now let me tell you something. One of the appointments, Bishop wrote a book, Losing, Suffering, Sacrificing, and Dying. Get that book to read. You become a very wise person. You become a very wise person. One of the appointments of your life is death. And look, I won't lie to you. I have gotten to the place where, honestly, I'm not afraid of death. No. No, no. Because whether you like it or not, death is one of the appointments. Yeah. What you should be afraid of and be worried about is what next after that? Immediately your spirit comes out. And you stand before the Lord. What type of judgment? What type? 
And the reason why I'm not afraid of death is because there are people that I know who have died that I don't think I'm better than them. So if they are gone, why can't I also go? Yeah. Just last week, those of you who know Dr. Brown, Reverend Dr. Brown, he's gone. He's gone. Just last week. <laughs> A man that can laugh, his laughter is so hearty. Infectious, strong. Hmm? Yeah. I know he was unwell for the last about two years or so, but he was calm. I didn't see fear, anxiety. You know, visited him, chat. And I'm sure you thought about it. You knew, you thought about it. He had faith for the Lord the last thing. He continued to work with the latest strength that he had. Do you know your mistake? You think that you are going to grow to be 90 years. It is good, no, it is good to have such an expectation in and I believe that the Lord will give you know, us long life. But it is also true that when you go and stand under a mango tree and you look down, you see green leaves lying there and you see dry leaves lying there. The dry leaves represent the people who have lived for a long time and gone. And the green leaves represent young people who die. says that, woe unto you who say tomorrow, I'll go to such and such a city to buy such and such a thing. The scripture says, what is your life? What is your life? It is like the vapor of the morning. You see it like this and then it's gone. When I see people who have died, they write, gone to soon, I laugh. What do you mean, gone to soon? Huh? What a shock. What do, I, what, what do we expect? I'm just saying that. So, do something today. Many of you are not winning souls. The thing that doesn't exist anymore in our churches is soul winning. But without soul winning, we cannot bring the souls to the Lord. We have to embark on relentless evangelism. Personal and on church level. You as a Christian, you should witness to everybody. Sing that song, we must witness to everybody, every soul. We must tell them. We, huh? we are not ashamed. Work. We must work while it is 
Please. Spreading the word of God as we long along the way. We Everyone we meet. Everyone we see. We must tell the world the soon coming King. We must work. We must work. While it is, While it is there, today is the day. Spreading the word of God. Spreading the word. Say not. There are four months. For the harvest. No. No. You die before the harvest. You would go to heaven without harvest. Yeah. There is a book that for the past more than 10 years, Bishop has been encouraging all of us to read. It's called The Final Quest by Rick Joyner. How many of you have read that book before? Can I see your hand? I read portions of it. Yeah. In that, it's a vision that God gave to a prophet. He went to heaven and he saw people in heaven. And as he was walking towards the throne of God, he met different people. One of the people that he met were called the foolish virgins. A man was telling him, said, we are called the foolish virgins. He said, where we are here eh, is the most useless place in heaven. And Jonah said, ah, you call this one? There is no place in the world like here. He said, no, no. 
we are the lowest, this is the lowest part. And he told us, as you go, you will see. My God. So with Jonathan, why are you people here? Listen to this. He said, because of what we did. He said, all of us here, we were those people who went were saved. We lived for ourselves. We did not live for God. We lived to buy our cars, our houses, our businesses. We didn't preach. We didn't win souls. We were blind to the harvest. We. That's the reason why we are here. You not go to outer. You not go to that place. Yeah. You not go to that place. Then, when he got to the throne of God, he saw something that amazed him. He saw a beggar. A beggar that he knew on earth called Angelo. He knew him. When we go to heaven, we see the people that we know. Yeah. I'm planning to be in one of the top places. Pray that you don't need visa to come back. <laughs> How many of you are planning to be in the top places? Yeah. Yeah. He saw a beggar that he knew on earth sitting on one of the thrones of God. So he asked the Lord, the Jonah, come that this guy is sitting here. I knew him. He was a beggar. Listen, 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 listen. Listen carefully. Listen carefully. God is speaking to you, you, yourself. Don't, 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 don't say he's speaking to somebody yourself. He's speaking to me also. And the Lord said, I gave him the opportunity to win one soul. I gave him the opportunity to win one soul. After that, he died. That's why he's here. Because a soul is a soul that is precious to God. Amen? Say you not, they are yet four months. And then come at harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. So, pastors, I'm charging you as we are going back, let's lead the sheep into soul winning. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? Let's lead the souls into soul winning. Amen. Number two. Three reasons why Christians are barren. Number one is because they are blind. Number two. Second Peter 1, 9. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off. Cannot see afar off. 
Amen? That's the second reason. This time, not that they are blind. But most Christians are short-sighted. Amen? Why are they short-sighted? When we say you are short-sighted, it means uh, you can see close, but you can't see far. That's what it means. You can see. When something is here, you can see, but you can't see far. Anybody who is suffering from medical short-sightedness, receive your healing in the name of Jesus. But there's also spiritual short-sightedness. Now, why? Why is it so? You become short-sighted because eh, you can only see what is around you. And you cannot see what is far. You can see only you. You can see others. Everything is said around you. You are selfish. Me, myself, my children, and I. Everything. Yes, honey. Many of you are saved. You are not bothered about your siblings. When I say your siblings, I'm talking about your brothers and your sisters. Close ones. You are not bothered about them. You know, I remember that when the Lord graciously saved me and um, I traveled a year later, but one of the things that came into my heart was my grandmother and my brothers. <laughs> but especially for some reason, my grandmother. And the Lord gave me the opportunity to come back. I traveled and came back. She was not well. I went to see her. And I witnessed to her. I prayed for her. She died later on. My grandfather was a Methodist lay preacher. But when I got born again, I was not sure whether he was born again. And I preached to him and led him to Christ. I used to pray for my brothers. I have five brothers. I used to pray for them. By the time I came, several of them were saved. My youngest one was not saved. I brought him to come and stay with me and led him to Christ. I've witnessed to my big brother. Then I went to my mother. <laughs> one of the things that I do when I get opportunity to go to my hometown is to gather the whole family and have a service for them and lead them to Christ. I've done that for my father's side. I've done that for my mother's side. I am thinking about others. Hello? The reason why you are barren is because you are not thinking about others. But the Bible says we must think about others. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5. Now watch. 
This is a common scripture that we know. But today I'm going to show you the origin of that scripture. Philippians chapter 2 from verse 5. Let this mind be in you. Which also was in Christ Jesus. Who being in the form of God. Taught it not robbery. To be equal with God. But made himself of no repetition. And took on the form of a servant. And being found in the fashion of a man. He humbled himself. And was obedient unto death. Even the dead on the cross. But watch this. Let this mind be in Christ, which also be, eh? let this mind be in you, which also was in Christ. So, what, what, what the scripture is saying there was a certain mind in Christ which must come to be in you also. Do you understand it? Now, this is Philippians chapter 2 and verse 5. But where is this scripture coming from? Look at verse 4. Verse 4. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Do you understand it? Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Then verse 5 says, let this mind, which mind? The mind of not looking only onto your things, but on the things of others. Let it be in you, because that was the mind which was in Christ. Now, Bishop has released a new book. It's called Addis. You can get it from the bookshop. All right? Chapter one. What you must know about Addis. Many years ago, a general, a great general of the kingdom of God lived and founded the Salvation Army. He had many leaders and bore much fruit for the kingdom of God. One day, and that is General William Booth. One day, he sent an important telegram to a group of his leaders. He asked that everyone be present for the reading of the telegram. The leaders gathered around for the meeting with great expectation, wondering what the important message was. When everyone was said, they opened the sealed telegram and proceeded to read it to the gathering. They were in for a shock. Instead of a long letter with many instructions, this special telegram had only one word. What's a telegram? Now, we don't have telegrams these days. But in the olden days, I think right up to about the 70s, Revenato, even up to the 80s, the only way messages were sent, urgent message was through a telegram. All right? And I think it came from the, the post office. Okay. Was it a paper or what? What, what was it? Mike, Mike, Mike. I just, many of you are very young, so just for you to, you know. Because now you have WhatsApp, you know, and all that. There was no WhatsApp. It's an old WhatsApp, I mean, okay. when it that way. You go to the post office at the counter, and then you tell them your intention to send a telegram. 
It was the fastest way of getting messages across, transmitting. So, on the form, there are blocks. One word per block. The provision was made for a word for a block. And you're supposed not to write a prose. You, you um, summarize it. It's like, um, you, you, and then they have a way of sending it by quotes. At the other end, the recipient, which is the other post office, knows what the code is. Yeah. So, so if you are reporting dead, to you, you just write, Kofi is dead, proceed immediately. So when you do it, it is transmitted by quotes. Yeah. So, and it's not, it was in a brown envelope. When you see that envelope, you're already gone. You see, I don't know why for some reason the telegram was associated with bad news, especially death. I don't know why it was like that, but it's that once you got a telegram, somebody was dead. Or some very bad news. I don't know why. But this is the, this is what General Booth sent to his pastors. But thank God that it was not about that. They were in for a shock. Instead of a long letter with many instructions, this special telegram had only one word. Guess what the word was? Addis. Addis. How many of you are here? All right. I hope you are alive. The camp is over. Yeah. Nine o'clock, we are out of this place. Nine. So, you watch it. Listen, it's, it's, it's finished. But I need you to look. I believe this is the heart of this camp. If you can understand and obey this part, relax. God will sort out your life. Yeah. 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 The gathering of the Salvation Army leaders sat there stained, wondering what to make of the message others. What did William Booth mean by this unusual message? As they sat there quietly thinking about the word others, I'm sure God spoke to every single one of them. The word others is a message to all Christians. The message of others. What is the message of others? Just listen. Number one, the message of others is others exist. Apart from your little life, others exist at Kokobite, at uh, Mamprobi, at Kolegono, uh, Sampa Valley, Odoko, uh, Palm Bros, Cape Coast, Ghana, Nigeria, others exist. Look, there are young men here. God is calling you to do ministry. You will not do well until you fulfill that ministry. Yeah, you'll be poor and die early. You'll die early. Yeah. God is calling you. And instead of responding, you know, instead of responding, okay, like this large crowd, that's why I've been here, when I announced coming to Bible school, nobody has come to see me. It shows that, you see, most of you are worldly carnal. You want a car, you want a listen. That is why your life is the way it is. There are others in Guinea, others in uh, 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 Wagadugu, others in Kisigudu, eh? Caribbean islands, who are waiting. They exist. They exist. There are others in different parts of Ghana. They exist. There are others in your community. They exist. And God wants you to think about them and bring the message of the gospel to them. 
the message of others is our minds must be on others. Our minds must be on others. Yes. Look at um, Philippians chapter 2. Let's read from verse 19. Our minds, which means that you must be thinking about others. But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy shortly unto you, that I also may be of good comfort when I know your state. For I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state. For all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. But I said, Timothy, like-minded means that the way I think, that's the same way he thinks. And Paul was the person who traveled all over the world, planting churches and winning souls. Think about others. The message of others is we are to spend our lives for others. We are to spend our lives for others. Amen. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 15, I believe. Huh? 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 15. And I will very gladly spend and be spent for you. And I will very gladly spend and be spent. I will spend and me myself, I will be spent for you. Living for others. God is speaking to young men and young women here. Ghana is not the place for you to be. Accra is not the place for you to be. No. No. God wants you somewhere to go and preach the gospel. Yes. Yes. Go and spend your life. William Carey, the father of modern missions. He was a missionary to India. He went there and never returned. He never returned. He buried three wives. I think when he died, he threw the body into the, to the sea. Yeah. These are people who have lived for the cause of Christ. Stop living for yourself. Cast television. This is useless. 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 I have televisions everywhere. <laughs> Wherever I turn, there's a television. Maybe, man, you, even that one, often is, they have played a match, they have finished. They have done it. Yeah. When they lose or they draw, I don't watch it. When they win, I watch it. Uh, but if you have lost, why should I come and see how you lost? I want to be happy. So my formula is very simple. Did they win? Record. Yeah. Cars. When I built my house, my first house, I was so disappointed. 
I was excited when I was building a house, but when I built it, I was so disappointed because I realized that the same room that I was using, my helpers were using. Because I fixed the same toilet bowls, the same tiles. They have not built a house. They were enjoying the same thing with me. Then the other thing too is that the house was not greeting me at all. I mean, never heard, oh, good morning, sir. Thank you that I'm here. Nothing. <laughs> then number three, immediately the house started to deteriorate. Wow. Useless. God is going to give you all these things. Yes, you watch and see. As you serve him, you experience all these things. So don't live for them. Don't make them your target. Do you understand it? Don't be short-sighted. Lift up your eyes and see others and go to them with the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want to challenge you to respond to the call of God. Come to the Bible school. This morning at 10 a.m., we are going to graduate and appoint as pastors 147 students. Coming from different countries and different churches. They are going for others. Including university graduates. Including lawyers and all kinds of people. Who have abandoned Number five, the message of others is we must serve others. We must serve others. Number six, the message of others is we must lay our lives down for others. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man will lay down his life for his friend. Listen. Lay down your life for somebody else. Yes. Yes. You see some sheep. When you visit them, they get angry at you. They tread themselves. Eh? Do you understand? Tread themselves. They bluff you. Do you understand it? And then many of you get angry quickly. No, don't get angry. He or she doesn't know what they are doing. They don't. If the Lord has looked at us that way, he wouldn't have come. We we are the most some way of all his creatures. Yeah, but he came. That is why the Bible says, for God so loved, you must, you must have love for sinners. And it's the love for sinners that will help you to overlook all their subwayness. Lay down your life. I am, I, am, I am encouraging young people here, young people here, young women, young men, young graduates, SSS people. I am encouraging you, those of you that you feel the call of God in your heart, you want to, you want to work for God, take the mantle, come and be trained. We will train you for three years. Yeah. Yeah. You will go. You go. You see, some of them are here. Stand up. These guys are here. Yeah. This lady, this lady from South Africa, they have come from everywhere. From everywhere. 
Adrian here. Stand up. He's come from Trinidad and Tobago. Far, very far. To go to Trinidad, to go to London, six hours, another nine hours. You have to cross the Atlantic. Is that not so? Yeah. It's not a simple thing. Young, young. Lay down your life for others. Hmm? Number seven. The message of others is we must use all the blessings of God, all the blessings God has given to us to care for others. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Four things you must remember about others. There are four main things that you must keep your mind on when it comes to others. If you can remember these four things, you have the right attitude towards others. Number one, others need Christ. Others need Christ. That's what Jesus meant when he said, lift up your eyes and see the heavens. Yeah. But you are not fruitful because you can't see others. You can't see afar. You can only see around you. Your offerings that you give in church, your tithes, as the years go by, but be becoming bigger and bigger and fatter. You must now begin to use checkbooks and all that. It has happened to us. Bishop said it many years ago. I used to sit, you know, behind him this way. He used to say, say look, you people, you're paying tithes, small, small tithes. One day, you will see. It has happened to us. It has happened to us. And we have just been in the church serving the Lord. Serving the Lord. Serving the Lord. Every year I increase the level of my offering. Yeah. So the offering that I'm giving in church this year is higher than what I gave in 2016. Every year I, I take that. By you. Is going down and down and down. But I thank God for this camp. Because God has shown you what to do. Are you clapping your hands for the Lord? Huh? Number two. Others need a shepherd. Others need a shepherd. Number three, others must hear the message. Jesus said in Luke 4 43, and he said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for therefore I am sent. Others must hear the message. 
end. Number four, others have issues. Not only you have issues, but others have issues. So three reasons why Christians are barren. Number one, they are blind. Number two, they cannot see far. Number three, go back to the scripture. But he that lacketh distance is blind and cannot see afar off. And number three, and had forgotten that he was perished from his old sins. Forgetfulness of where he used to be. Is it because if you remember, if you remember, it will let you begin to talk to others who are just like you. Yeah. When the Lord saved me, when the Lord saved me, all right, one, I started looking for some girls to preach to them. There was a girl that I met two weeks before I got born again. And we said we're going to get married after two weeks. That's how foolish you can be when you're very young. Then the Lord saved me. Then she came to me. I shared the gospel with her. I shared the gospel with her. She was very angry and sad. But I started attending SU meetings. She said, I'm deceiving her and that I've gone to the SU and I've seen another girl. That's why I'm saying that she must be born again, no, and all that. So she left. But many years later, she wrote a letter to me. She was born again. Yeah. 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 Those of you who have led a lot of girls astray, go and look for them. Go and look for them. Yeah. I went to look for another one like that. Yeah. I traveled to the place. I went to look for her. I searched for her and I saw her. She was born again in Church of Pentecost. Wow. Hallelujah. Don't forget. You today, you, when you see drunkards, you are very angry. It is because you have forgotten. You. Look, there was nothing that could satisfy you. One gallon of apatashi was nothing. Do people drink one gallon of apatashi? Eh? Eh? Let me look for somebody who is to drink a batash here. Yes. Yes. How much do you used to drink? <laughs> 
You see, I'm not, I'm not asking whether you drank. I'm not saying because I've caught him already. There's a prophet in the house. How much? I haven't drunk some before. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> when I look at you. <laughs> hey. Eh? But you see, what I'm saying is that, you, thank you. You, now you get angry. Maule, come. Look at this nice brother. You see a nice brother? Sisters, I'm giving you a secret. Don't tell anybody. He doesn't, he doesn't have a beloved. How much do you used to drink? Bishop. <laughs> Bishop a lot. What, what, what is a lot? <laughs> Bishop, I've drank a whole lot of drinks before. I've drank whiskey. I've drank it. I've drank whiskey and then Akpeteshi. And then Guinness and all that. Bishop. A lot? Yes, please, a lot. Now listen. But I thank God for his life because he's very wild. This guy. By the grace of God. So wild shepherd. But you see, forgetfulness is what making you not think about others and to win others. You should see some of our sisters. They can't stand other ladies. Uh, she has dressed as if that she's a uh, you have forgotten her. Huh? I've forgotten. You have forgotten. You have forgotten. Eh? Forgetfulness is unrighteousness. Hebrews chapter 4, is that it? Verse 6. Eh? Give it to us. Hebrews. Or 10. Brother, they're not helping us. 6.10. Hebrews 6.10. Why? Your thing, it doesn't, you don't know how to pick. Sorry, there's a problem with it. Oh, okay. Hebrews 6.10. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love. Listen. God is not unrighteous to forget, which means that to forget is unrighteousness. To forget is unrighteousness. Yeah. Bishop has a book, Those Who Forget. I recommend it to you so that you see the curses that come upon people who forget. One of the curses is that they dry, they dry up. They shrink and dry out. Yeah. Don't forget. Remember, there are others who are just like you used to be. Go to them. Hallelujah. 
As I close, I want to ask, I want to remind you of the question that the Lord asked the brother this dawn. Where are the souls? What was the question? I can't hear you. What, what was the question? Huh? Point to yourself and say, ask yourself, where are the souls? What is it? What is it? When I sent you, lacked you anything. If you don't want to lack, allow God to send you to be a shepherd, to be a soul winner, to bear fruit, and you will not lack anything. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. Stand to your feet and lift up your hands. Stand to your feet. Lift up your hands. Yes. My life is not my own. To you I belong. Up your hands. My life is not my own. To you I belong. I give myself, I give myself to you. I give myself away.
lift up your hands and pray I want you to pray God has said so much to us tell the Lord I surrender to you Lord there are many of you ordinary church members you didn't even understand what the camp was but as you have been here I believe that God has given you an experience you want to say Lord I don't want to be an ordinary Christian I want to serve you I want to go deeper I want to become a shepherd Yes, Lord. Lift up your voice and pray.
ourselves available for you to send us. We send ourselves. Others send us. But we have not availed ourselves for you to send us. You have shown us the people that you sent. They lacked nothing. Lord, fill our hearts with a new desire to be sent of you. Send us to be shepherds. Send us to preach. Send us to bear fruit. Send us to be missionaries. Send us, oh God, to live for others, to be spent for others, to look for others, to bring your message of salvation to others. Lord, as we live here, we know. We know that you will help us. And now bless the sacrifices of your people. Let it be the beginning of more than they can carry. We pray for the more they can carry convention that your presence will be awesome. That you speak to us in a mighty way. That you speak to your servant, Apostle General Sam Kanchiankra. That our lives will be blessed. Now, Lord, send us home safely by your blood, by your angels. Save us from witches with bows requiring blood. We bind them in the name of Jesus. We block every satanic agenda to kill us. As we are descending down the mountains, hold on to every bus, every steer, every brick, every clutch. Let mighty warrior angels take over. Lord, I pray that not even a hair will be lost. Cover us with your blood. Satan, we give you no place. We resist your maneuvers. We bind satanic agenda to kill us through accident. This morning, send us home, every one of us, safely. Let us return refreshed, renewed, ready to serve you. Bless these wonderful pastors, the overseers. Bless Reverend Jude. Bless the shepherds, the church members. Bless all those who have helped to make this camp possible. Bless the Anakazo campus. Lord, provide for this campus finances in abundance. Bless your servant, our father, the bishop that we have used, oh God, to build this wonderful place. Bless him, Lord. We thank you. We give you praise. In Jesus' name. Amen.
We believe you have been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Collegon. Opus is a Collegon main game. Please note our service times. English services, early rain service, 6.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. His presence service, 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And love and faith service, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Other languages, L'Eglise Glorious, French, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Love and Victory, Gain, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope, Tree, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant Youth Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek importation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For prayer, counseling and further inquiries, Please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.